Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. Yesterday we had a wonderful thunder and hail storm and right in the middle of it I decided on a random whim to go get some french fries. So I hopped in the car with my youngest daughter and we drove down to McDonald's to go grab some french fries and on our way we were talking and one of the things I got to share with her was how lightning is so powerful that it could power a city. Now I think I'm underestimating the power of one lightning bolt there but it was designed to communicate to her just how really really powerful lightning is. And so we talked more about electricity and she was sharing what she knew from her perspective. And I countered with that and shared with her the idea that mankind has been looking for ways to have light in the darkness for thousands and thousands of years. And that in our modern world, that's a problem we tend to like forget like it's 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 still a problem but we don't recognize it because electricity and light um, has gotten to be so inexpensive and and so i got to explain this to her and it reminded me of a section of this book now this book is pretty new out there i'm going to read it verbatim hopefully the authors are cool with it because they didn't even have an audio version ah but this is the book of 2020 if you were going to read any book out there this is the book i would recommend it is called 10 global trends every smart person should know and it talks about how and they go through and they do the research and they actually have all the, the notes in there for you about how lighting uh, costs are nearing an all-time low, right? So, so let me read this to you. It says, to light the night, our ancestors initially used wood, later burning vegetable fats, such as sesame oil. Then came candles made from beeswax, spermaceti derived from sperm whales, and tallow rendered from animal fat. Later, lamps were fueled by coal and gas kerosene. Electric lighting emerged at the end of the 19th century, first as a luxury and now as a basic component of modern life in most countries. Both the efficiency and the cost of lighting have changed a great deal. In 1996, William D. Nordhaus of Yale University calculated that open fire produced a mere 0.00235 lumens per watt. A lumen is a measure of how much light is emitted by a source. Lumens per watt refers to the energy efficiency of lighting. A traditional 60-watt incandescent bulb in the United States, for example, produces 860 lumens. A sesame oil lamp could produce 0.0597 lumens per watt. A spermaceti candle, 0.1009 lumens. Whale oil, 0.1346 lumens. And an early town gas lamp, 0.2464 lumens. In 1883, an electric filament bulb emitted a then astonishing 2.6 lumens per watt, rising eventually to 14.1667 lumens by 1990. In 1992, compact fluorescent light bulbs greatly exceeded incandescent bulbs' efficiency by delivering 68.2778 lumens per watt. Those amazing efficiency improvements collapsed the price of lighting. Nordhaus estimates that our Paleolithic ancestors labored 58 hours, mostly gathering wood, to buy 1,000 lumen hours of light. A lumen hour is a unit of luminous energy equal to that emitted by one hour by a light source emitting a luminous flux of one lumen. By 1800, it took about 5.4 hours. Okay, so I'm interrupting the quote here. We went from 58 hours, right, to 1800, 5.4 hours. But by 1900, it took 0.22 hours. In 1992, 1,000 lumen hours required 0.00012 hours of human labor. That amounts to a reduction of close to 100%. It is so easy, and we often forget the wonderful miracle we have in being able to light up the darkness. The cell phone 
that this is being recorded on, that miracle of a device that it is, has a built-in flashlight. Anywhere I go, as long as I've got that charged, I have the ability to light in the darkness things that I want to see, something that our ancestors for thousands of years struggled to do. And for me, the cost of being able to do that is so extremely small in our lives. We don't often recognize the wonderful things we enjoy. And so I hope that this podcast is helping to remind you so you can walk around happier, you can engage people and be able to share the joy that we have in this life and with the comforts we have. And I think the better question is, with these comforts, what are we going to do with them? How are we going to take advantage of the time, the 58 hours that we don't have to spend? You know, what are we using that time for? Family? Learning? What opportunities are we taking advantage of? Those are questions we all have to ask and all of us will have opportunities to improve. But man, did we just get a lot of hours back to be able to enjoy the time that we have. Now, if you like the quote in this book, I am going to leave a link to this book on Amazon down below. Feel free to check that out. Clicking that link helps out the the channel and the authors are absolutely amazing. This book is the book of 2020 to read. And so I'm going to finish off this episode as I do every episode to remind us that in a world where we can choose to be anything, a world that provides us with so much opportunity, why not choose to be grateful?